0: Hi, I'm Chris. Semit. And I'm Rob. And this is episode 54 of the What We've Watched podcast.
1: Right, so this week uh, we were doing something a bit of special, I guess. Well, it's, it's sort of an idea that we had for a new kind of um, feature that we might do once in a while, um, sort of it could be called like like franchise talk or something, yeah. where we like, you know, talk about a particular like movie franchise um, and just the, the, the overview of it and how it evolved over time and the different kind of... Uh, mutations that it went mm-hmm. through as it as it went through different uh, installments. A good way of just you know say talking about sort of a bunch of related movies, uh, yeah. Without that, we may or may not would normally w- watch individually or or talk about individually. Yeah, and sort of how it evolved. And uh, so for our first go at this uh, here, we're going to be talking about the Alien uh, franchise. Um, and we do have Rob here. Hello. Uh, this week again, um, because. Uh, well, he he's pretty familiar with those movies and never seen them. Uh, I think <laughs> Aliens. Well, uh, Aliens, especially you really like the second one, right? Alien, Alien. Same, yeah, the same yeah, for me. Yeah. Which is the same for me. You're our, you're a um, resident expert. And we've <laughs> we've talked about it. We've always we talked about those movies a lot. Well, that movie especially a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And quoted all the time, stuff like that. So there's a bit of um, yeah. Yeah. So sort of when we talked about doing this, it was kind of it was always like, oh, okay, we gotta we gotta get Rob on board for this one. Um. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll sort of start at the beginning here. Um, so, I just had a little quick little bit of uh, kind of an introductory setup kind of that I want to do. So, um, in 1974, um, there's a uh, sort of a young, you know, getting, getting started writer uh, named Dan O'Bannon um, who made a – well, co-wrote and sort of co-starred in a very low-budget independent film – called dark star and uh his collaborator on that was um and also brand new to filming the, the, the who was the director of it was uh john carpenter who kind of went on to become kind of a legend you know in his own right um but uh dark star was basically a very dark comedy sort of uh or that was the intent. Mm-hmm. and um, I was going to
0: say, intended comedy. Yeah,
1: and uh, one of the uh, sequences in that involves uh, basically an alien creature that has gotten loose on their spaceship, um, and like a, a deadly alien creature, um, which, uh, in keeping with the super low budget of the film, uh, is often described as a beach ball with claws. <laughs> um, Sounds and, good so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, basically... <laughs> um it it didn't go over as well with the audience as what they were (laughs) hoping and the audiences didn't really appreciate what they were trying for um and the film eventually did go on to be somewhat of a cult cult classic uh, amongst a certain fandom but it's not as big as a lot of other cult films it's not it's still relatively obscure um I feel today you could actually do a movie called Beach Ball with Claws and it would do fine. Like, yeah. straight to <laughs> video, uh, it would be fine. <laughs> but in watching it with an audience, um, particularly yeah, um this sequence with this alien creature, um, in watching it with an audience, Stan Pan noticed that they did not really appreciate the sort of attempt at kind of dark humor, and they just didn't really get it, and it just didn't work for them. Um, so he sort of, his reaction was kind of like, well, if I can't make them laugh... Then you know maybe I can make maybe I can scare them. So he started to work on a new um, script, uh, which would be a serious kind of horror thriller thing about an alien creature loose on a ship, killing everybody. Um, which ended up being Alien. Um, so originally, I think it was he was working under the title uh, Star Beast. Yes, yeah, uh, that was the and. But There's actually posters you can get. That yeah, still but he say sorry didn't like that me. title at all. Um, and he noticed how many times in his original script Not great. he noticed how well it's very that sort of B movie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. It's all sort year, of what they sure. expected it was going to be. And um, he noticed in his original script how many times the term alien came up uh, in the script, and he just realized like, well, that's a better title. Just use alien because it's both a noun and an adjective. It's sort of very generic, but also kind of mysterious. Like, you don't know exactly what it means, but, you know, it's sort of, it suggests something. Um, so, that's what he did. Um, and I think, from what I have understand, at one point, it was looking likely that uh, he was going to be selling it to, like, Roger Corman's company, who was, you know, like a, one of the biggest like b movie mm-hmm. uh producers out there, and it was gonna be very much in that vein just because you know that's the only one who was sort of interested uh, but um and you know if that had been the case if that had happened, it probably would have been on go on to be you know a bit of a cult b movie, but that's probably about it. it probably would not have gone really anywhere beyond that um but uh in fact uh at the last minute i guess um this other production company uh, called uh, Brandywine Productions, uh-huh. um, the principal of which was um, Walter Hill, who's like quite a well known filmmaker in his own right, um, picked it up. And they had a deal with 20th Century Fox. So that gave a connection to having major studio backing. Um, so, yeah, and then they ended up getting um, Ridley Scott to direct, who was, because originally Dan O'Bannon had expected that he was going to get to direct it himself. Um, and then he ended up being pretty much cut out of the process by the, the producers. And he's always been a b- bit bitter about that um, because the script was also like heavily rewritten after it was taken out of his hands. So pretty much that's that's studio money for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. And and a lot of like the elements that we kind of know as like the iconic elements of that universe now were introduced by like other writers afterwards. So like yeah. a lot of them didn't actually come from that original script. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Dan Dan O'Bannon still has the final, like, full writing credit on it, but realistically, a lot of stuff was introduced by other people. So they got Ridley Scott to direct, um, who at the time, he had only done one other previous feature. Um, He was mostly known as a commercial director, but he was, like, very highly acclaimed for his very stylish and very kind of cool, at the time, uh, commercial directing. Um, And, yeah, so they ended up making it, as a film and it was released in 1979 the original film Mm -hmm. Mm so that's where we start It's quite the history (laughs) yeah um i just think it's kind of interesting yeah uh uh, sorry no no
0: no. i was gonna say just going along with the history of the film Mm -hmm. i was just going to throw out there what each of our sort of history personal history with these franchises are
1: um that's a good question (laughs) i uh I mean, I don't really remember that distinctly. Obviously, age-wise, I think it would probably would have been um, Alien Three would be when I first sort of. What's well, the first one we, thought we saw in the theater? In for the sure. Theater and yeah, kind of, sure. you know, before that, it would have been seeing things on video TV. and stuff. Yeah. And that that's really it. So I can't really pinpoint like what, which, like what I would have seen first, or what the circumstances would have been. I, assume... I don't. I just. I don't really remember. It was just so <laughs> long ago. I just. I feel like they've always just been there. For me, I'm sure it was
2: aliens. Would probably be the first one I saw. Yeah. Probably on TV. Mm-hmm. Probably chopped up terribly. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Before I saw Alien. After that. Yeah. Um. And certainly theater-wise, I don't even know if I even saw the third one in the theater.
1: I did. I have very distinct memories of really? seeing it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw it actually by myself.
2: I don't think I did. I think the first one I saw in the theater was. Resurrection? Resurrection. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean the thing is we were too young to see Aliens in the theater, so that would have um, been great, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I know like I definitely saw Aliens when I was younger, probably I don't know. Well, you know, when it was came out of VHS. And then yeah, and then saw Alien 3, and I didn't see Alien till after I had seen Alien 3. Yeah. Cuz it was it was kind of a case of I had I felt like I'd seen Aliens and mm-hmm. then I like uh, alien is just aliens but with only one alien i, I,
1: ah. I saw
0: the bed I, I saw the one with the more why do i need to see the one like i just didn't have a real you know, yeah i teenager i just didn't I have think, that connection uh, starting at should... the
1: beginning is interesting though because it's the way that the the trajectory of this series is very oh interesting, oh fascinating like, and like starting at the beginning in, and just... in preparation of this podcast I, I know rob did as well i watched
0: all all four movies yeah in, sequence, uh, in in sequence. Starting sequence, with yeah. Alien and... Because nice. it has been a long time since I've seen any of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I see the first t- two quite uh, often. Yeah.
1: Because they definitely my favorites.
0: To the point where I remembered... It, 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 I remembered so little from Alien that it might as well have been... Mm. Like, I'd only seen a trailer from what I had remembered. Like, right. it, it was basically... Because the last time I saw it was probably, like, the
1: early 90s. So... Yeah. You know, so, t- as twenty as the, years ago. <laughs> so, in terms of that, yeah. Um, what do you guys think about just sort of the the original movie in terms of how it as a, as the start of a franchise? Like, well, it's. I mean, like it's, when you watch it, do you think like, oh, you could do more with this, or do you think, oh, this is a nice little close ended thing? Like they they didn't need to do any more. I think that's it's it's sort of t- tough to say like in retrospect like
0: knowing that they did more but mm. like it, for when that movie came out like at that time period it was not a time of like those kind of movies got franchises like mm. not really anyway you know like it, you know in the same boat like when we saw the first terminator it was there like oh they're going to make more of these you know like and it, the way they end alien is like definitely like well you can kind of go anywhere with this nice oh go anywhere or go nowhere with this like it wraps up neatly Mm -hmm. um but yeah no I I don't
1: like I I mean I enjoy the alien I feel like that sort of become became a part of the formula
0: oh like at the end (laughs) of every every every... what at the end of every movie at the end of every
1: movie you're just like well okay I guess that's it then
0: yeah we (laughs) we can they can end it here or yeah we can wake Ridley up in another few years and uh, shit can go down again Ridley
3: Ripley.
2: That's what he yeah, just said. that's what you Rip- said Ridley.
1: Ridley. No. We can just read Ridley. No, <laughs> yeah. Ridley. Different I, alien. I heard Ripley. <laughs> oh, okay. um, uh, yeah, Ridley. No. Yeah. Um, what, well, what I noticed watching it this time, because I've seen it many times, I really like it, but I try to watch it this time with a little more of my sort of analytical mm. side because of knowing that we're about to do this. And what I noticed is that um, it's... Um, like it's very much a product of its time, and I mean that in the best possible way. Like I, I feel like um, I still think Aliens, like the second one, which we'll, we'll get to, but I feel still feel like that's my favorite one. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I just think ah. that it's just so entertaining, yeah, yeah. and it's just it's it's just one of the best movies ever. Um, it's just it's just executed so excellently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original is in its own way too, and I feel like. The style of it actually sort of appeals to me more, in a way. It oozes um, style. In the sense yeah. that I, I feel like I've I've gotten to a point in my life where I've realized that um, I think that my favorite sort of period in movies is like the 70s. I just like that sort of the way that they were done. The artistry, you know, there's... And it's, you know, it's the decade of pre pre CG, pre, yeah, it's the decade of, no. you know, real Star- earnest, of the original Star Wars of yeah, Jaws yeah, yeah. of, you know, just so many great films and cinema, like cinematography, I just feel like was really at its peak at the time. And, you know, Superman, the, yeah. the first Superman was 70s, 70s, like, definitely like
0: the- an, oh, sorry. sorry. No, I
1: was just- going to say like, that's definitely like when you could
0: start doing like, sort of like sci-fi fantasy hmm. superhero like like superman yeah. like those movies would come out and they wouldn't be a joke but i, I really you know yeah and that's yeah. the thing is they didn't
1: treat it like a joke they didn't yeah. treat it as a b-movie yeah at all and i think that that's where it was key that the the people that got a hand got a hold of it and especially of Ridley scott as the director executing it like he like a lesser hand could have just made it into like a total crappy b-movie oh, yeah, yeah. it could have been he, schlocky and as hell, he decided so yeah. to really emphasize like the art the artistry of it and it is so beautiful like the sets yep. and like the design aspect and like the 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 um like the the matte paintings and stuff mm-hmm. like just the way that everything and yes i realized there's you know h.r Geiger, the, the the designs and stuff yeah, you right, know yeah. and and so i mean that that was the basis but the way that those they actually realized it on the film and um Get, we'll we'll get to it when we get to it. But when watching Aliens, although I still like Aliens more as an overall yes. package, um, I feel like Alien actually like the first one actually looked better um, aesthetically from an artistic point of view. Like there was just like the actual like way that things looked was was actually nicer. And I think that the difference mm-hmm. there is just that 70s to 80s because the 80s was a little a little grainier and a little more kind of, like, like, modern, kind of, like, flashy-flashy, like, you know, faster pace and stuff like that. And and the 70s just had that... It was just more artistic, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. Um, also, the smoking.
0: Smoking uh, in space, amazing! Which,
1: and, and the thing I is, is that it's very much, like, a pervasive thing. Oh, yes! Uh, which it goes through this whole series is that mm. it's, it's treated as basic, very much like the, the future as seen from, yeah. from that time. And things are very treated. Cause even in aliens, yeah. you know, there's a lot of smoking yeah. and there's the part, like the little sort of meeting Space of cigarettes. all the company people. And there's literally like ashtrays at each person's yeah. spot the, the whole around the table. And there's like, they're all, they've all just got like, and, and you're just like, that it it feels very real, but like uh-huh. you would just you would never see that with a modern movie, and it and it's something that disappears uh, for a while in the sort of '90s movies, yeah. And then um, in Prometheus, when Ridley Scott came back, it's not really an alien movie, but it's part of that universe. And when he came back to do that, yeah. you've got people like smoking yeah. on the ship again. And I was just like, oh, he brought back that like original sort of feel. That is, I mean, definitely there's an
0: arc. Of sorts to the, the this quadrilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, don't call it that.
1: <laughs> but it's four movies. That's what it is. Isn't it that's five. not a word, though, isn't it? Five? Well, I, I, well, I guess quintology. It's four. it's, f- it's well, four there's in, four it's alien four alien and an movies. extra one as, as of now. Okay. There's four yeah, alien yeah it's four and four another one. Um, it's four one. Four plus one. Four plus um, one. Don't call it quadrilogy. That was a marketing term that they made up for yeah, that I for that second I like it. release. That's not a uh, word. Uh, they they uh correct term. There is a there's a style like tetralogy. There's a style like.
0: With the, with the the architecture of the ships, with mm-hmm. the design of the costumes, yeah. with the, like, the smoking thing. There are certain things that all, every one well, of these movies, atmosphere. In the atmosphere that every one of these movies that is consistent. Like, mm-hmm. when Aliens 3 came out in the 90s, they didn't make an attempt to 90s it up, to to alter, like, it wasn't like uh, first generation Star Trek to next generation Star Trek. It's It's just like, no, everything still kind of looks, like, mm-hmm. the spaceship's, everything kind of looks, like, both, like, sci-fi, but also kind of old and crappy. Yeah. Like, and everybody... Lived in. Yeah, lived in. Like, like, everything is... It looks like, like, their space program, despite being interstellar, still kind of has, like, issues with budget. Like... Like lights are like <laughs> well, always it's, dim. It's like like it's very everything's yeah very like functional like, like it's, lots of no like extra oh, flash. Yeah exactly like it's very obvious like these this switchboard is full of switches and buttons because switches and buttons are easy to fix and very functional and even though this is five hundred years in the future guess what it's still all just like really. Um, like, like it's got a very, like, like, hands-on-y kind of feel. Like, it's not just, like, touchpads or anything like that. Like, they really... Uh, and they kept that. They didn't, like, try to update it as the movies yeah. came out. Which yeah, is considering, true, like, all Alien the 3, changes in yeah, writing true. and directing and stuff like that. They made no effort to... even
1: in Alien 3, they have, like, the computer yeah. with the with the green... Like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, yeah, it's still all tube screens, yeah, black screen and stuff, and they just click, 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 and
0: and that, like, that sort of styling. And I mean, obviously, when they did Alien, Mm -hmm. uh, the like almost all futuristic stuff was kind of somewhat done that way, like, the 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 movies industry to creatively think technology Mm -hmm. beyond what we. Like, to nobody in the 70s was thinking of touchscreens. You know, right. like, that just yeah. wasn't a... Uh, but that, like, fits so well with yeah. that, like, era of movie. Mm-hmm. And even, like, that progressed even into the 80s. And I look at, like, Alien as sort of a um, uh, a piece of the 70s cinema in the same way that, like, Robocop is a piece of 80s cinema. Yeah. Like, that movie could only have been done like that, in that style, in that way, in that era. Like, yeah. It just, it just, and you can't, you couldn't replicate
1: it and you can't go back. And the great thing about it is once that you've done it, once they did it, they had that model to sort of look at. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it allowed them to keep some of that, yeah. like, like you, like you yeah. were saying, like the consistency to a certain degree over the other movies, yeah. they were kind of able to base it on that look. Yeah. even though that was a look that was very much rooted in the the aesthetic of the 70s like, like even that when they go to that that they're the the mother control room in alien and it's just <laughs> like
0: it's just like this weird tiny room with this chair just that of moves of for yeah and so just lights many lights everywhere. Yeah. and that chair that kind of seems to move around for no discernible reason and
1: like but it like but the, the, like like you said, like it
0: that oozes a
1: style. Well, the idea of you know? going all the way back to like the classic sci-fi of like the the fifties mm-hmm. and like late forties and stuff, when computers were first sort of invented, the, the the only concept of how to make a computer more powerful Did was make it, make it bigger, it bigger. bigger. <laughs> yeah, really and big. that was the case for a long, long <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was there was never really a thought that like, well, if you want to portray a really powerful computer. It's just got to be bigger, bigger, bigger. The, the bigger the, room, the computer bigger is, the, computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the it portrays that the power of, yeah, that yeah. that it has, right? <laughs> With a tiny little screen that can only display about five
0: words across on a line before having to jump to the next line. Yeah, and the
1: computers big because that's just, yeah. <laughs> that's just your interface, yeah. oh, like, yeah. uh, station. That's your like yeah. interface console. Yeah, but the actual computer itself is yeah. the whole room, basically, yeah. right? Um, I mean, it's like it was like that in two thousand one. That's true. The, yeah. the memory. I think it's heavily the memory room that. for uh, yeah. like, for Hal, where like basically it's an entire room mm-hmm. for all like the memory modules and stuff. Yeah, which now would be like a little box. Yeah, exactly. that was like a hard drive. <laughs> you know, but they just at the time they just couldn't conceive of that because it was such a like a uh, yeah. a breakthrough. Well, I in, I in think it technology. was it
0: was the the thought of uh, like the micronization of technology had not yet become uh, pervasive enough that people considered it as oh that is the future
3: Mm
0: -hmm. like oh yes making things smaller like because it just it just it hadn't happened up
1: until that point so nobody had thought about it I mean at least by 79 when Alien came out they did have like PCs PCs existed microchips existed and stuff like that so they had that advantage but there was still the idea that you could make them as powerful in the same amount of space as Mm. what we know now you can yeah would not have been, you know, an idea that would have been easily imaginable at the time. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's. Yeah. Going off on a huge tangent about computer, computer technology and the aliens. Well, but it directly affects the aesthetics <laughs> but, yeah, of the movie. It like. does. It does. Um.
0: It does. Which I mean, gosh, that movie looks good. Like the yeah. sets look like, so good. Like that's that's
1: what really got me yeah. on this time around was like just aesthetically, it's so pleasing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I sort of remember like seeing it young when I was younger and stuff. I always liked it. I always thought it had a good atmosphere. But it sort of just seemed kind of like dark and sort of you know like okay you know that's cool. But but I guess now I mean maybe now it's because of with like high definition and stuff like that. Yeah. But you just be, you can see things so clearly and it's just so nice looking. Okay. Question: Did you, did you just watch it recently or, or no? Which the Alien? Yeah, I watched all of them. Okay. You, like, you, you we all watched all. I watched them. all okay. of them basically this week. Oh, okay. Okay. We this all watched. Week, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I took two weeks <laughs> to watch them. Uh, I did two <laughs> a week, Two weeks. Uh, yeah, I had two weeks. Yeah. Did anybody find, and, th- and this was, and then again, this is, I think maybe just because I've seen it before, that this is why I didn't, like, I I know this movie, it's alien, scary, tension, in space mm-hmm. no one can see you scream. I, I, I was not, a, I, w- I had no tension. Really? Watching it. And I don't know why, like, I didn't. and it's, I think because I knew, like. Oh, I know how this ends. Yeah. I know who survives, and I know. And I was like, and I didn't remember exactly how everybody died or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, at no point was I scared for any of the actors, and I don't know why. And I, all I can think was, I because I've seen it before. Yeah, like I think, but, or, you're, or you're a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> I just, I, I think that aspect. I, was, I prefer the term android. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: artificial person. Artificial person. Um, yeah. I think that it's definitely that aspect is considerably reduced after having seen it a few times. Sure. Um, but I think that for me, I appreciate it less on the basis of that, like tension, stuff like that. And more on just appreciating the presentation and how like artistically, um, nice it is and stuff like that. And looking more at sort of more subtleties, like, um, like that, the performances Uh and like how, how the, how the characters interact and yeah. how they react to things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking more at that kind of stuff now because mm. I, I've sort of seen it enough that, like especially that first one, the first two, basically I've seen so many times. I did watch them this week just to get a really fresh thing in my mind. And to and like I say, knowing that we're doing this, I wanted to be able to kind of put my analytical hat on a little bit more than I normally would when I would just watch them for entertainment. Um, so I wanted to watch them for that purpose, but... Those first two I've seen so many times. Like, you know, I just, um, you know, I'm not going to be like, <gasps> you know, like yeah. shocked. Like, like, oh, no, like, don't, don't, you know, it's, don't break right, the door it's or... right behind you. You know, like, I'm not going to be Wait, like you know, that. Rob,
0: you, you, like, when, I, when I said I, I didn't feel scared, you, you, you kind of made it like you, you were. Well, he said yeah, he still s- experienced the still, tension. There's still,
2: still tension in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: there's. But you didn't find a... it like a scary movie.
2: Like, well, i never, I don't know if I ever found it scary. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. a, it's not scary really it's more tense yeah mm. it's got that it, it does a lot of it through uh, audio yeah To be honest yeah. with like the heartbeat in the background well, well
1: <laughs> something i noticed about the first about this about this one about the first one is it's a very quiet movie well that oh, was yeah. i was about to comment on it's it, very quiet, it's and quiet and that's and why it's not quiet. well and yeah. that's why the sounds are all so significant and, and make such an impact yeah. because it's quite overall. You compare that to like a lot of modern movies that just like bam, bam, bam. They just mm. assault your senses constantly, oh, yeah. and you just go numb. You know, the a lot of action movies nowadays. Like there's there's too much action, and you just kind of go numb to it. Oh, because, I know. Right? And after
0: <laughs> after just I just watched uh, Resurrection last night, and this happens in Resurrection as well, and realize oh, it happens in every Aliens movie. There was like a like, like, you know, quote unquote, like patented, like aliens where it's like intense, intense, like sound, either like, like coming from like a person, like a screaming or like some kind of like mm-hmm. sound from the spaceship yeah, or something, or wind. Or, or, yeah. wind or music, like just very loud, intense building sound, and smash cut to silence. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, just like the sound of like space, but like, I nothing. I know. And but I it's just, the... and I was like, wow, like. It's, that is an alien-like. That's true yeah, yeah. for yeah. Alien, and it but, yeah, but I noticed, from,
1: especially yeah. that first one, is a very quiet yeah. film overall. It and, is, and and I we, do, just in that it doesn't have a lot of these kind of, sort of, um, you know, doesn't have a lot of people running and screaming, and, no. and even people talking. Clanging people they, they whisper talk. Yeah, they yeah. whisper talk. Yeah, they
0: whisper
2: talk. Yeah, and then <laughs> massive and then wind windstorm. Then yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. Cut back to. See, yeah, you're gonna have to come down to the bridge. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's something else that yeah. I thought was so you really up like cranking up that was the movie. Me. Yeah, you wind up cranking it up just to hear the dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Makes the 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 parts that are loud <laughs> even more loud. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was. Uh, I had forgotten most of the cast in that first one too. Like I was like, oh, I know that actor. Oh, I know that actor. Oh yeah, oh, wow. okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's that Hobbit. All right.
1: <laughs> Bilbo Baggins is
0: in this uh, I, was, I was wondering where you're
1: going with that I'm like running through my mind I'm like Hobbit 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 who's a Hobbit <laughs> right right Sir so Ian Holm yeah Sir Ian Holm is uh, right is, uh... yes well that was an element that, that's an example of <laughs> that, that was like, like the entire I, android pl- I forgot he was the android the <laughs> entire android subplot that's at, how long it's been since I've seen that movie. The entire android subplot was added in the rewrites by the producers. Oh, really? Um and that's an example of one of those really iconic aspects of the yeah. Alien franchise mm-hmm. that was not part of the original conception. In fact, Dan O'Bannon didn't like that that plotline at all. He really disliked it. Well, he was it. wrong. But he had no, well, he, had no <laughs> he had no control at that point, obviously. I'm
0: but, sure he wasn't a fan of anything that probably was too different
1: from Well, he had no control at that point at yeah, all, yeah. obviously, and um he just didn't think it was a good idea Mm -hmm. um but it's become like one of the more iconic aspects that's run through pretty much every movie Um, that was actually one of the things that did actually give me some tension watching
0: the first uh uh, one is because i didn't remember uh that he was an an android Mm -hmm. uh and I couldn't really remember what the catalyst for the film was again because it had been a while since I'd seen it. You know, I'm remembering now, same oh, right. it always is. him going crazy. The company wants the aliens, aliens. To, yeah, for yeah, their yeah. own use and, and they're willing
1: to sacrifice people to get it. Yeah. Anything to get it. And,
0: <laughs> and then like, sort of like, him kind of going like a little bit weird in the head right. and I'm like, I'm like, what's, like, there's something off about him but yeah. then I'm waiting for it's when's, the one ring when's the yeah, yeah it's the one the ring yeah it's making him crazy when's the <laughs> android well he's good at playing crazy people because he yep, did an excellent job of, of uh, playing Jack the Ripper too
1: yeah he's uh, a lot of crazies
0: uh, when I'm like well when's the android reveal because I knew there was something big with the android but I couldn't remember what. and it turns yeah. out oh right it, it, he is the android he is has, he has the because yeah. he goes he, he portrays his pro like he goes not portrays his brain but he goes crazy and also like is working for the company and
1: yeah yeah well, basically, it's it's at like a Hal situation yeah, because very much. his basic programming, you know, is your standard like, you know, helping people and mm-hmm. being, you know, um, you know, well, yeah, basically just that, and mm-hmm. you know, being kind of uh, the good little, you know, Android, and then and then of course the fact that his orders from the from the company are mm-hmm. you know going contrary to that in a way, but he can't go against that, so. You know, and his programming can't deal with that, so it's your typical kind of Hal t- type of situation. I definitely um, the alien
0: looked better than I thought it would for remembering what everybody said about how bad the alien kind well, of looks in the alien. Were, show they were very and I was all ready for all. Here comes men in the
1: rubber suit. Right. Here comes men. I was like, oh, that that didn't look bad at because all because like they were very considering. Careful how they like, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, they were. They were extremely aware of yeah. the limitations. Uh, that they're under. I, I mean, always they knew how to show it. Find the face huggers being the most impressive thing.
0: How I know like they're just puppets, but how they cut around yeah. the fact that they're puppets. Like I don't remember the original one looking that good. Actually, yeah, no, I was it super. Good. I, I thought it wasn't. I, 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 I remember there was the a image. number of scenes. I'm like, yeah. How did they like? I'm like, oh, this must be one of those like they filmed it backwards <laughs> like they filmed it one way and did it backwards to, to get the effect because I'm like how did they get the alien to the, the facehugger to move like that but not like make the actors look like they were moving wrong and I'm like wow they did a top notch yeah, well job on the facehuggers and like throughout the series like even though like facehuggers become less and less of a thing actually throughout the series like by, by three they're like they're or by four like they're barely in Resurrection like
1: mm-hmm. there's there's like yeah, well, there's a, ton- a lot of issues with Resurrection <laughs> yeah well, uh, uh, this is gonna get interesting soon yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so um that's pretty much that covers the most first, one. One. first one yeah all yep. the, do, do you have any notes anyone
2: I think we've actually already covered them all covered everything sets We're talking about the sets sets yep. feel lived in um no, no, no. yeah the loud sounds yeah no um
1: did you watch the director's cut I did not because I've seen it before oh, you um it? have you seen it I don't know which one I watched. Okay, There's so only
2: one little extra scene.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: but,
2: what is the extra scene? It's where Ripley finds Dallas again in case, in, in, in the in cocoon. Case. Oh, which is oh, okay. And yeah, then I saw
1: the director's cut. Which cut is interesting because yeah. that means that
0: the,
1: I think I watched. Dr- the, the, oh, yeah, I watched the director's cut the whole yeah, cocooning right, did, thing was established there. Yeah, but it was deleted from the original version. yeah So when you see it in the second one, that's like the first time most people would most people. Yeah, but in fact, it was it was based directly it's, off of something from the first. That was just deleted. Um, So the situation there is the director's cut is actually, first of all, is not really a director's cut. The only reason they call it a director's cut is because really Scott did participate in the, well, he did the edit, but basically what happened was um, when they were putting out the collection, which I refuse to call by the name that you called it because that's not a word, (laughs) in in 2003, um, they wanted to do new, uh, like, version like like sort of special edition type versions of each movie as you know an extra special kind of thing because the special edition of aliens had already been pre-existing had been released long before that and was popular for good reason uh which we'll get to um but the other (laughs) ones you know hadn't had that um and so they kind of approached each of the directors of the films to try to get them to come back and you know, put together a, a new, another version, a director's cut type of thing. Um, so, uh, really, Scott put a bunch of the deleted scenes and stuff back in, but found that it really threw off the pacing, and that it was now like much too long. So he basically just started from scratch, did a complete re edit, and the direct the director's cut is actually shorter than the theatrical version because oh. he trimmed a lot of stuff and cut a lot of stuff out to make room and just basically trimmed a lot of stuff down. So the director's cut has a faster pace that he felt Mm -hmm. would be more appropriate for a modern audience because uh, present audiences wouldn't be as used to the kind of seventies, the more stately pace that you you could get away with in the seventies. So he kind of made it a bit more for a more modern audience that would be watching it at that time when they were putting it out, you know, in the two thousands. So it includes some stuff that wasn't in the theatrical, but it also cuts a lot out from the theatrical especially just a lot of trims to shots and stuff to make shots shorter um and things like that so it actually ends up being slightly shorter than the theatrical um and he's very quick to point out that it's not really a director's cut in the sense that he, the theatrical cut is his real cut it's the cut that he prefers it's the cut you know he always it's the cut he always intended and it is it is what he wants it to be he only did the director's cut under request from the studio saying, Oh, we want to put out like a special edition basically. Um, so he did it. So it has his full involvement and everything, but he still personally prefers the theatrical and that's kind of like the proper version as it were Mm. for that reason. Yeah. Um, but either one, you know, he was directly involved with and approved. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. it's so. That's but as as Rob said, the only major yeah, scene the, only, the, is the only major one. finding him in the cocoon. Yeah, but there's a lot of like little there's things. Little things but... There's a lot of yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah you, you probably, probably have to watch them like back to back or side by side to, to really to notice. notice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we did one movie. Now, what's interesting about that? <laughs> now, what's interesting about it? <laughs> Three to go is that um, one thing that's interesting about the Alien franchise is. How spaced out no yeah. pun intended yeah. oh yeah, the releases are yeah, this not is not one, one of it. these like every two every two years <laughs> again, or, one of know, those every...
0: like like definitely shows that like after any given movie there's no real intention
1: to like franchise one to well, franchise this hard. I think part of the problem is that um another kind of hallmark of this franchise that makes it kind of interesting is that it's a successful franchise but it's one where virtually every entry has had massive production problems and issues <laughs> behind the scenes that went into making each part. Yeah. Um, it makes people reluctant to basically too. every single one pretty it's much terrible. Oh yeah. Every single one pretty much has had <laughs> massive issues in this area. Um, not so much aliens which we're about to get to with aliens it was more a thing of it was it was during the making of because the the British crews are very they're very like straight by the book like you have X number of hours per day. it's a standard day. there's no, no such thing as overtime or like you know there's no like like you know we're just gonna be here until we until we get this. you know we're gonna get it's like you have a regular day of work and then you're done and that's all you get. you know everything has to be done a certain way. They have very you know at least that's how they were then. And that really heavily clashed with James Cameron's style of kind of just like putting 120 percent in and just like doing whatever you have to do to get the result that you want or that he wants in this particular case. Yeah. Um, and so they had he had a lot of problem, problems with the uh, you know with the with, during the shooting with the crew and stuff like that, um, which you know seeing it from both sides, you can kind of understand they come from very different worlds and the crews just thought like, Oh man, this guy's an asshole. Like, you know, and whereas, and he was just like, well, they're, they're, you know, they're making this impossible because they're not doing what I'm telling them to do kind of thing. So, um, yeah. So it would have been about seven years, Mm -hmm. um, between the first two movies, um, the release. Now, aliens was actually in development much earlier than that. um, they knew fairly quickly after the success of the first one that they were interested in doing a sequel. But it uh, it took a long time to kind of get it going. And I think, I don't know if it was just like really Scott wasn't interested in doing another one at the time because um, he had like other stuff that he wanted to do. I mean, obviously he did, after doing Alien, he did Blade Runner, which obviously is a pretty huge undertaking in itself. So maybe that was sort of the issue there. But at some point in that first kind of half of the 80s, um, the producers sort of got to know about James Cameron. And they were like, this guy's really talented. And, you know, we want to get him to do do the Alien sequel. Um, And uh, at the time that they offered him the job, he was definitely interested, uh, but he was... Finish. He was just finishing up the final sort of drafts for Terminator for the Terminator, which he was was about to shoot, which would have been his first kind of proper film as a director. Uh, He had previously just done Piranha Two: The Spawning, which he had Mm -hmm. like no control over and could barely be really be described as the director because you know he he wasn't really given a chance to really have any real creative control over that. Um. So The Terminator was really going to be his first real movie of his own. Uh, before that, he'd been mostly involved in like doing special effects and stuff like that. Art department kind of stuff. Um, and he'd done a lot of work for, interestingly enough, for Roger Corman's company. So he knew how to achieve results with very little money, relatively speaking, and that sort of thing. Um, and obviously had a very strong you know, creative impulse. Um, but at the same time that he was offered this job to do the second Alien film. He was also, like I said, just finishing up prepping Terminator. And he also was offered to write, uh, I think it was Rambo 2, one of the Rambo films. must've been Rambo 2. Um, and so uh, his agent, I believe it was, advised him to take both jobs because they are like, yeah, it's great jobs. And so apparently what Cameron did, according to uh, what he he says, is he basically, so he had to finish all three scripts, basically, and he had a specific amount, he had a specific sort of deadline when this had to be done, because obviously they had to go into production. So he took the amount of hours that he had until the deadline, subtracted out the amount of hours that he thought he could get away with of sleep each night. And then sort of figure out, okay, this is the total amount of time he has. They figured out, okay, how many pages, like, you know, an hour or whatever, do I have to be able to write in this to divide it into this <coughs> amount of time? And then he just sat down and just basically did it. Jeez. So he just, you know, which is very Cameron. Um, yeah. You know, and the rest is history. So he ended up, um, obviously Terminator came out, is a hit, put him on the map. Then he went onto aliens after that. So, 86 Aliens comes out. And uh yeah, it's uh kind of changed the face of
0: these kind of movies for well, ever, I guess. Like it's seminal. I don't change yeah. my face every time I watch it. No. <laughs> Cuz it blows it right yeah. off. <laughs>
2: It's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. this is like it's, your. It's, this is by far. This is it's your a strong, favorite. This it's a is strong your movie in many many ways. <laughs> it's, a, it's ridiculously good. Like yeah.
1: it, this is an, a, one of those examples where everything is just firing on all cylinders yeah. and just works and is just, you know, um, it stays true to the feel of the franchise. Amazingly, while taking, while taking it like you know, it. I mean, consider like. Okay, we've got a brand new director. It takes in another direction. Like, he had, he had a lot of respect yeah. for what had been Thank established goodness. in the first. Thank goodness. And he wanted to honor that while at the same time do, taking uh-huh. it in his own direction. Um, and so where the first one is more of like a horror thriller, this one ha- has those elements but also adds in the action element um, as well as like a little bit more drama. I mean, you know, this is a movie. This is a sci-fi horror action movie. That was nominated for seven Academy Awards, including Best Actress, First yeah. Lead Actress, um, really strong, which man. is not a very common... Yes, sure, most of the other nominations were like technical things. Like, Sigourney like Weaver, kind of for those who get. don't know, we actually haven't... Sigourney Weaver. We haven't, or, you haven't said that so yet. No, podcast. Well, we haven't we we said We really Sigourney get too deeply into the characters yeah, and yeah. stuff. But I, yeah. Well,
0: Sigourney Weaver is the only important character. I, I mean...
1: <laughs> yeah especially I, she's the only consistent well, in terms character. of anchoring the, the, franchise. Well, for the franchise I mean yeah. you could say maybe Lance Hendrickson but anybody, somebody... <laughs> anybody who's heard of who knows anything about the yeah, I, movies knows yeah, I, so, Sigourney so, Weaver plays Ellen Ripley who's like you know the main character in every movie mm-hmm. um, and is the absolutely essential ingredient mm-hmm. um, that kind of ties it all together it's the only thing that really ties it all together yeah. to a large degree, other than I guess the use of the aliens themselves. Yeah. Um, but xenomorph. There are times. There are times where you just a xenomorph may be involved. Yeah. Like, xenomorph. There are times where there, there are it's a bug definitely hunt. times where I felt like, you know, with with l- the later movies where it was like, you know, if this didn't have like we Weaver playing this character in it, like it just, it'd be, oh, it'd yeah, be nothing. Yeah, yeah, like there's really no reason for this I to mean, exist. I mean,
0: these four movies are just like, like Ripley's it's it, Ripley's very bad
1: day. Yeah. I mean, basically Ripley's
0: capital. four very bad days. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like that's, that's what these are. I mean, especially the way, I mean, the second movie bookends. I mean, as far as Ripley's concerned, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this is literally the next day for her, even though it is... 57 se- years. 57 years later, it is literally the next day for her because she's in cryosleep, so she has no idea. Alien 3 is a much worse shock. Let yeah, me tell yeah, you. yeah. Alien 3... Well, and then, well, <laughs> Resurrection is probably the... <laughs>
1: By Resurrection, it doesn't it's it's matter so anymore, author- yeah. Because she knows that she's dead. Anyways, yeah, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aliens. So, yes. Uh, I mean... Usually, when we do reviews on on the podcast, we talk about you know like things like like so, you know brought to rays and stuff like that. Alien sits at like a ninety-eight oh, yeah, so percent. I mean, even care what it is on has the universal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really universal. Everyone loves it. It's considered you know. I, I think what I've seen is it's described as sort of one of the best movies, sort of of its kind. I would just consider it one of the best movies. Period. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's really what can you say negative about about it. Like, Uh, nothing. (laughs) Honestly. uh, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, like... uh, I mean, I already kind of said my thing of what I noticed, which doesn't matter at all to the movie, but I noticed that I felt that the visuals, uh, in terms of, um, like, the, the... The... like a lot of the sort set, of matte paintings. And, and well, especially the effects because you're into that 80s thing and there's a lot of reliance on like blue screen and stuff yes. like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, more so, which those shots always look a little rough. Like mm-hmm. especially uh, the, models, uh, um, the models when they're blue screened against yeah. like backgrounds and they really don't go together. But I mean, that's something that oh, is... Here's the thing. Like it's true. It's true. The models... it of doesn't its look... time and, and it's something that it's we're accustomed to. They in,
0: still grew up. looked better than the iffy cg in three and resurrection
1: like like the practical models looked well better. i think those still had very there's, little cg but there's yeah. only one cg shot of... in three yeah. yeah yeah do you know what it is
0: i would have guessed the spaceship because it looks cg as hell it no, looks it didn't, wow didn't look cg to me oh wow it looked look it had that weird glossy like cg no, Look okay. to I've seen a bunch of making of. Oh, maybe maybe I'm, of, maybe I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking of maybe I'm thinking of a resurrection. Then
2: it's the one it's the one in thre- in three where the alien head uh, is hot and then it gets the water on it and it cracks those those cracks are CG. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah,
0: that's it. I wonder why those are CG. Maybe they couldn't get the yeah. maybe they couldn't get the effect practical. Interesting. Huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah. When they oh, okay, it's after the molten leg goes on. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Neat. Uh, I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, you so, know? so, I mean, that... But that's, like... Ahead, but... <laughs> like but that one. is only critique a total nitpick, on... because, I mean, yeah. that's standard for the time. That's yeah, just yeah, what yeah. 80s effects look like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, I mean, because in in the first one, they never really had... The first one is always just a, a ship sitting basically motionless. Yeah, yeah, space. yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't really have to do a lot of movement and stuff like that. Yep. You don't really need to do any kind of real complex, yeah. like, blue screen kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, they they had an advantage there. Um, But even just some of the stuff, you know, you could see... The ship blowing up at the end. (laughs) Looks
0: great. (laughs) Well, it looks very like, oh, like, that's what ships, like, in all movies, look like when they blew up in the 80s. Like, the
2: planets, you mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess the ship... No, when they blow the ship up at the end of friggin' Aliens. (laughs) Um, uh, Or no, Aliens. Sorry, at the end of Aliens. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's a, it's a seventies explosion. But yeah, and then when they nuke, then they yeah, then, and nuke
1: the nuke okay. nuke it from orbit. But yeah, yeah, I mean, but like those kinds of things are sort of nitpicks based on oh yeah on yeah. an objective kind of thing of like okay, aesthetically, mm-hmm. blue screen and things like that are not as appealing, you know. But I could see
2: some people not liking the slow build up I love it, but. Oh, just, oh, no,
1: it's nece- It's absolutely necessary. Oh, yeah. It's what makes so like, all the rest yeah, 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 of it yeah. worthwhile.
2: I know, but so yeah. like, oh, it's an hour before any action no, 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 happens. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, especially... You have to get
2: to know all the characters. I know. I well,
1: spe- who way. you root for, the same well, way. Especially, yeah. especially in the hate. Especially in the special edition, because, you know, unlike... I mean, I, I explained it a little bit about the... the the behind Mm -hmm. what went on behind with the director's cut yeah director's cut for alien but for (laughs) aliens (laughs) for aliens the special edition is really kind of what the movie was supposed to be and it was clearly cut down just to have a shorter film to release in theaters agreed (laughs) um but all of the scenes that are part of the special edition are absolutely worthwhile scenes especially the stuff that's has to do with deepening the characters like the stuff about Ripley finding out about her daughter and things like yeah. that, right? Which that was the thing that the, the scenes like that is the stuff that
0: was that not in the theatrical version. No, and wow. Sigourney,
1: Sigourney Weaver was really yeah. really unhappy about that, and she actually was very um, there was a little bit of tension with mm-hmm. her in the studio like after that, where she was reluctant to to do any more movies because of of how they had um, you know cut that kind of stuff in that, and she just felt like it was really important. Because I feel that like that whole thing happened with the daughter,
0: like that is a well, large part of the, of the her
1: relationship with Newt is yeah. because the theme, of that the entire theme of the movie <laughs> is, the, whole is, point. Yeah. the yeah. entire theme of the movie is the family theme and the, the, yeah. the, the sort of surrogate family that's formed yeah. amongst the, with the surviving characters and particularly with the bond of, with her and Newt, you know, because of the fact that she basically missed her daughter's entire life. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the basic, point of the movie it's not really about the action the action is there to make it entertaining but the actual theme and whole point of it Hmm. is that family theme um and a lot of that is lost when you take those scenes out that slow build-ups are necessary though i I have to ask you chris because i've asked him this
2: already and he's already answered this in the in the director's cut you know special with all the extra scenes and stuff do you feel that the extra scene where they're on the planet you know, and the guy gets the hugger on him early on, you see that early on, right? So you yeah. know, basically... New, that the, he's talking about Newt's... Yeah, family. Parents. Family, yeah yeah, 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 You see that early on, right? Yeah, so you yeah, know, basically, that the they're planet... They're gonna go,
1: they do the
0: exploring bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the yeah. planet's full of aliens, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: In the theatrical version, right, There's that's not there. So you don't really know if the colonies, you know, got aliens when, in it when or
1: the, not. When this team is going in, yeah. they're seeing everything for the first time. How, like, that affects does that, the... You are does also... that
0: change the suspense? Uh, I assumed. I mean, not having that uh, again. I don't recall. Like I've seen the version. The time, yeah. uh, well, I've seen the version where you know that mm-hmm. so much more times than the version yeah. or not. Yeah. I feel like it sets the suspense at two different spots because knowing that there's aliens on the planet and assuming that you've seen alien going into aliens. Sure. You you know what you're in for. And that sits a different kind of tension than, I mean, you're watching aliens. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be aliens, which probably means facehuggers and that. It's it's the tension becomes, um, when are they goes from when are they going to show up mm-hmm. to they've shown up and what have they done? Mm-hmm. You know, like how bad is it going to be? Well, and I and yeah. and then and then so you just you're waiting like you know and but I think it helps a bit with Newt's character, on, like. Oh, you really get to see, like, she firsthand, you mm-hmm. get more of a, you get more of a, um, oh, you know why Newt is so, like, like, terrified and everything. It's like, well, obviously she'd be terrified, the whole calling got eaten by aliens, yeah. but no, like, directly, her family in front of her, you were there too, you know. And it was it, her family first. For her family first, yeah. yeah. You know, exactly, you know. Um, well, and, and you also get a little bit of a taste of, like... Do the, they, so the, they do they even show the, the alien, I guess they don't even show the alien spacecraft uh, at that point no no you it's don't not. see that
1: till till later oh yeah. huh. it's not even in there interesting interesting so uh, i would say um because when you asked me about this before i kind of it was like i'm not good with when i'm like put on the spot for like questions now like you've that thought about it well now well and i've actually seen it again since with with my analytical hat on as i say so i would say actually i feel like now i can say that i feel like it kind of enhances the attention because you know they're there. Well, because you know that you know that all hell has already broken loose mm-hmm. and that the aliens are already in the call in the colony, but what you don't know is how how far along is that yeah, gonna be? That's and, that's sort of what and, I was saying. Until like, they land. And and so when this when the team goes in, it's like time has passed. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sorry and uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And edit a clip I did that on purpose time has um, passed but you know time has passed so it's like you don't it's all about like okay you know that they're walking into something yeah but you don't know exactly what stage it's going to be at and that in itself creates a certain amount of tension like are they going to go in there and there's going to be oh you know maybe there's still a couple of pockets of of colonists around yeah that they'll encounter and be like they'll be able to say, like, oh, it was, it was terrible. Like, they came in and they did this, and then we did this, and then this. But, like, as it turns out, of course, there's nothing left. Yeah. You know, every single one of the colonists is either, you know, dead and, you know, uh, and created basically another alien, or or still cocooned and, you know, uh, heading in that direction. Um, but, of course, when you hear that thing of, in the, I mean, he even literally in this movie early on, when Ripley's talking to, like, the company people where she's saying, like, just one of these things killed my entire crew in less than 24 hours, blah, 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 blah. And then when you hear, oh, there's, like, 168 or whatever it is, colonists. colonists. Yeah. And you know that, like, yeah. hey, potentially that means that's an equal number of aliens that can potentially, uh, uh, you know, um, be gestated. And so when they get there, it's like, okay, what are they walking into? Like, oh. it ha- has has the colony just started to get you know, infested or is it as in the case of the movie where it's like, it's pretty much done and there's already like over a hundred aliens. Um, which is just insane to think when you think how much trouble one was, yeah. you know, in the first film. I think it's also good because it allows them
0: when they go, when they do go to the, the ship, uh, later on when the crew, the crew goes to the ship later on, uh, the alien ship, mm-hmm. um, it, you, you get a, like, oh, you get to see them actually going back to the source of the problem, because you know what the source of the problem is.
2: Well, it ties it off right away that it's the same planet. It's
0: the same planet, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like You're like, okay, you know. I mean,
2: they do say that as well. well they, yeah, 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 but, yeah. yeah, They, well,
0: they say oh, it, yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it's an interesting uh, um, thing in, in the aliens, I mean, in this sort of, I mean, Prometheus sort of ties into this, but... or or like touches on this but they make no efforts to really explain stuff in the alien movies like there's no like um, oh like this scientist did some stuff and he's like oh well here's how they work here's where they came from here's how the like the aliens are a mystery four movies in yeah like you know a facehugger comes out of an egg which came out of a queen and makes another but like what is the purpose there of things all this? That are like, definitely like, 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 is it? Do these aliens have a home planet? Are they mm-hmm. bioengineered? Like, yeah, there is implicate, there is implement but the there is no um, Hard like answers. usually movies at a certain point, and especially once they run a few movies long, mm-hmm. they like to get into the exposition part too much over explaining. Yeah, and they they just don't. There's mm-hmm. like no no time for explanation. Too busy running from an alien, you know. Like, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did so, not. You, you, yeah. All well, time. it's also because I, I mean, I guess it's sort of part of it, being that like these these movies all take place in very short periods of time. Like the first movie is like, I mean, pretty much twenty. Like you said, less than twenty four hours. Uh, the second movie is very similar like there's no
2: second like movie's got a lot more time to it it well, no... has
0: more time to it but then the once end, once
1: like, the main action, like once it, it kicks starts, off yeah. like the the, there's starts, no like when, a day. when they there's really no like there, well
0: yeah. we've got time to study and we've got time to this and that it's like time to encounter to time to death is so quick mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that there is no time for like where we could like you could believably like figure out what these aliens are it's mm-hmm. like yeah like i said you're too busy running and screaming trying to shoot them and dying like you know it's yeah it's uh
1: yeah uh now that's so that's something that we haven't really touched on too much with aliens with with the second film um that all of the, everything that we said is true but then we get to probably one of the things that most of the most That brings the most entertainment value is the characters and the dialogue. Oh, so good! Right, like that's what really puts it over the top. Because all of the characters, even the ones that you hate, are interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the characters that are like the the sort of bad characters, you know. um, You said about the slow buildup. It it takes a good hour for you to really
0: appreciate why you hate Burke. Burke. Yeah, like like how bad he really is. Yeah. Oh, but like. He's but so like bad in this like, he's deliciously uh, hateable. He's <laughs> like, like, like a little bit kind of sniveling, but at the same time, like there is a cunningness that he doesn't mm-hmm. give away at all to like even like, like the audience. Like yeah, he's a talker. Uh, he's a talker, and you're just like you're just like like he's almost like like a salesman. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, oh, no, I can trust this guy. I, Oh, I can't trust this guy. Oh, no, oh, no, everything's gone terrible. You yeah, know? Well, that's sort of I, the I, I, Yeah, of the
2: men like
0: him. But yeah, um, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like, what a, like, what a, I mean, he is kind of the villain. Like, yeah. I mean, because the aliens yeah. aren't really bad guys. They're just yeah. animals, like, more or less. I mean, they cut the power. Yeah. Cut the power. They're animals, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, they, this movie is just, like, beginning <laughs> to end. He just he just say the words. So. Yeah,
1: you know every line. You know it's you, incredible. You, just, you know um, it's incredible. I mean, Cameron is a great writer for that kind of stuff, anyway. Yeah, but on very this much. one, I think is where it really he takes it to mm-hmm. a level that uh, is rarely ever seen. Um, well, he definitely makes it the standard of the trill of the the, the quotability is just off the scale. Um, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And and but more importantly, it's not just blank faces delivering these great lines. The characters themselves are great too. Mm. And they're so quickly and, and powerfully characterized. Like you mm-hmm. meet them and boom, you've got them right away, but they're not just a cliches. Like they're, they're all really great. And like I say, even the ones that you don't like that you're not supposed to like are still sort of interesting in their own way for, for, you know, in some way. Um, they're just very compelling, and I think it's probably one of the things that really hurts the later films is a lack of of characters like that, that you really are just excited to be watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not to say that there are no other good characters, but just, it, it really starts to drop off after this. Um, and... Um,
0: well, I think you start to see the the fact that the director changes in every one of these movies. Like, it's a little bit different in Aliens from Alien. Mm-hmm. But then they are in the, you know, we personally discuss as many times the Terminator, Terminator 2 style, where, like, the first one's a horror movie, mm-hmm. the second one's an action film, and... Well, and I think... You know, like mm-hmm. like, the dialogue of Aliens... Mm-hmm. Would like that kind of like the the liners and the stuff would not be good in Alien. Like it would that movie would no of course I not. think that movie would suffer from that kind of dialogue. No. That movie it's something like Rob said you said like it's all like the whispers and oh, the man, and the, the like very little dialogue at all in in that it's movie. movie said. Versus like. There is so much talking in aliens. It is yeah. but it I mean, granted, there's a lot of people. There's a large cast in this there's, movie. A lot of shouting too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's all and that's the thing, is is in contrast to to Alien, which is a very quiet film, yeah. this is not a quiet no. film. No. But it's not it doesn't grate on you because it's just it's all done very well. It's all appropriate for mm-hmm. the situation. Um Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, you should watch it if you haven't. seen Yeah, it. you should watch it. <laughs> oh, I, well, I mean, really, like
0: it is of of all four of them, it know. is it is it is kind of the only like. I mean, you can watch. The interesting is you can watch Aliens without watching Alien, and it doesn't really. You you're lose sure. a little bit. Well, You'll you lose a you bit, only but...
1: lose something if you're looking at it the way that we're looking at it right now, and as a franchise evolving over time. Well, I was just thinking, like, but you, as a movie, as a piece oh, of yeah, entertainment. Yeah. It it doesn't matter at all.
0: I was gonna say you—you kind of like just um, Ripley's character and her situation in Alien, Mm -hmm. and like the way, especially like that whole first chunk of Aliens, Mm -hmm. where uh, she's she's got like I mean she's got some issues. She got like her her, like none of that stuff means anything if you haven't seen. Aliens, like... but Cameron
1: does a very good job of setting it up and yeah. showing it to you at mm-hmm, the beginning. Yeah. Like and he takes the time; it's just shy of like actually doing
0: like 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 flashbacks
1: of that. Yeah. It. it isn't, but they don't and, do and that. It obviously, takes the but... time to to get you in her mm-hmm. the mode of like where her mind is at. That I I don't think you actually need the first film. No. I think that he does it all with the writing and and. Uh, Sigourney Weaver does it all with her performance. That you don't actually need the first film mm-hmm. to understand what she's been through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, just going like you said, we we kind of really glossed over the the, the character when talking about the first movie. Um, the other thing that I think is interesting is that um, there's obviously been a lot of talk and a lot of praise and and sort of you know it's it's kind of a legendary thing kind of at this point as to you know. Ripley being, like, your your quintessential strong, like, female Uh uh action hero badass kind of thing. What's interesting is if you go back to the first film, even though the beginnings of that were already in place, um, they started the movie with her as a very kind of... Like, she wasn't even really the main character or the star, really. No. Like... you kind of felt like, oh, it's like the, the captain will be the, 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 the big hero, right? Like, yeah. and he, and they actually kind of do this, the, the standard thing of like the captain he's will take, takes, takes tunnel the tunnel weapon and yeah. he goes down the tunnels to yeah. take care of the problem. And he's like the manly man. And I mean, and I'm not, I'm not uh, saying anything against like Tom Scarrett playing no, Captain he, Dallas, yeah, yeah. great character, great actor, very well done, but they played off of that, that stereotype. And then he immediately is killed when he first encounters. Oh, it. Yeah. And then Ripley has to kind of step up. And that's the thing. She's oh, Ripley... always kind of a reluctant yeah. hero and a reluctant sort of leader, but she'll always step up when, when the time comes when it's just like, okay, no one else is dealing with this, so I guess I'm just going to have to like, step up and deal with it. Yeah. You know. And then they do it again spectacularly in the second film when when the, the lieutenant APC. gorman completely oh, yeah. falls apart as soon as they get he into totally freezes he has he, freezes no idea and what to he do. you know because and the thing is is that what i like so about how it how many combat, combat yeah. drops is this yeah 17 yeah. 17
0: how many out of simulation yeah. <laughs> 15 <laughs> 15 simulated, simulated.
1: Many, two combat
2: <laughs> including this including one including, yeah. <laughs> but
1: but like the thing uh, about it is what like, what i like is that they set it up like he's not like they kind of set it up as like oh he's one of those characters that you don't nah, you think is a bit of an idiot but like he's actually like he has his sort of you know officer training like by mm-hmm. the book like he he's competent at what like for any given normal mission he would have been completely fine and confident um but it's just that when things go as disastrously wrong as they do because no one can ever really account for how dangerous the aliens really are yeah um he he, like you say, he freezes basically, yeah. and he can't he can't sort of think on his feet to say like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. It doesn't help that they're that they're sar- they lose their sergeant almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. right, because that was the other sort of like veteran kind of voice of, of well, that that command. whole
0: series of encounter, that whole first yeah. kind of encounter there just goes so sideways, so fast. Yeah, and- it's spectacular. It's yeah, amazing. yeah. I mean, when when it
2: couldn't really go much worse when they come no. out of the walls when they come out
1: of the walls. And you lose like half the team in like a minute. Minute, yeah. Um, and then and then there's the moment of Vasquez Yeah, you know, the let's rock moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just start firing with the machine guns. Yeah. Like that's one of those I've talked about this before on the podcast Smart with guns. you, where um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that term didn't really come until later. They were always just machine guns originally. Smart guns. Smart guns. Um, <laughs> I hate that term, it doesn't mean anything. They're not, they're not smart done. they just point them and shoot <laughs> just like any other gun
2: it's got the yeah, yeah yeah well it's got a, a steady, harness steady camera a steady camera gun. just made it lighter
0: yeah the tiny clips the tiny clips that hold so many bullets
2: I think yeah. that's more. It was a, a power supply like or something, or like or a, yeah, like a fire pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power supply. It's like or a the the yeah. firing pin. Yeah, it's not yeah. The clamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume <laughs> that's, <built>
1: that's right <laughs> into the. That's <laughs> always, I've always been a bit confused about that. Yeah, yeah. But well, I assume they must have the ammo on their back because I assume right
0: the yeah, they yeah. fire those things a lot.
1: Yeah, they fire
0: those. There's a lot of bullets come out of those damn things. And when it's empty, it's totally empty. Yeah, yeah. And the sound of those those machine guns. Well, the high pitch because that that like it's it's like almost reminiscent of like. Like, it's almost, it's a very good cross of, like, how, like, a like a, like a modern, like, like real-life gun sounds, and, like, some kind of, like, Star Wars-y
1: gun, but not, like, all the way into a Star Wars-y gun. Yeah. Like. It's amazing. <laughs> Star Wars-y But, guns. yeah, that moment where, where because you know that they're not supposed to fire their guns. Yeah. And they kind of set up that whole thing with the reactor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. It wrecks everything. And then, but they clearly, I mean, they show you that, that she cheats and like, Oh, here's an extra little thing. She yeah, yeah. hooks Drake up with one so that they, so you know that they're ready to fire and then, and you know, their characters, how they're like this sort of gung ho kind of, you know? And, and so like when that moment comes, I mean, we have talked about this on podcasts before where the thing that really kind of makes movies for me is those little moments uh-huh. where that moment just, it's like a second and it just a single thing happens. And it's just like, euphoric how it's just the feeling that it just like like oh that was amazing and it's like that's that moment in that where you're just like she cries out let's rock yeah Yeah. and it's like okay this is really started now i mean i love all the stuff building up to it and the build-up is what makes it great overall i wouldn't give up the build-up for anything Mm -hmm. but the build-up is what makes those moments so amazing because you have all that slow build-up and then you just have a moment where Mm. everything just explodes at once and then the pace just boom! There you go. Yep. Let's go. Let's let's rock. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as it as actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. says, right? It, it, and that, sure enough, the movie starts to rock. That you know? it,
0: that uh, that ambush is very like. And I don't know, if James Cameron patented after not patented after this, but like <laughs> followed the the like it was inspired, but it uh, very um, of like uh, ambushes in movies uh, like uh, Vietnam War. Movies. That's what he. Was, that's exactly because it, it, it felt very much yeah. like. Just, coming under the trees. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was, you noticed that. Except Charlie's the xenomorph, and everything <laughs> is way worse than you think it's gonna <laughs> Wait, be. Yeah, nope, that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it by feels design. so much like yep, that. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, and then when they go driving in there with that big thing, that yeah, the that APC. APC. It's an yeah, APC. With the gun on the back that they never
1: use. Uh, none of the vehicle weapons are ever used. <laughs> yeah. and when they it's, show the ship,
2: the missiles are never the, used. Yeah, the, Marines, the missiles,
1: the marine ship. Like I know the Salako has like miss- giant it's cannons, giant on. like planet-killing yeah. like cannons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like no nope, You never see any vehicle weapons they, the, the,
0: the, they didn't have the budget to fire well, and, <laughs> and there's a lot of things
1: where you can see where they kind of like the like, and Cameron, of course. Like I said, coming out of that low budget, like independent background, like yeah. he was very good at this. But like knowing how to get away with a, a relatively low budget. I mean, this film is not a big budget movie. Unlike you know, after this he would start making the the mega budget movies, and that would become kind of his trademark. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at this point, he didn't have that. They were like
2: trying to say there was a big budget to Avatar. A little, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, yeah.
0: Give him all the yeah. money.
1: <laughs> yeah, he could make. He made like uh, you would make like t- t- twelve aliens for one avatar. <laughs> um, but like, you know, it's. But you could see where like, you know, it's kind of like those older episodes of Game of Thrones where you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, they're gonna have a big battle, and you then cut- and then like, yeah. okay, you never yeah, saw that. You never saw. You know, it. <laughs> and 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 it's like okay. that's Smash cut to the aftermath. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yes, I mean, while there is a lot of action in Aliens, there's a lot of moments where, for example, sentry gun scene. Oh, yeah. How much do you actually see? most of the the sentry gun scene is them staring in an ammo counter.
0: Yeah. But it is so amazing because you're watching that number go down and it's it's, still firing. And all you, like, when they do show it, all you do see is teeny little cuts. And muzzle flash. It's just muzzle flash, And it's, 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 like... Like, there's, for example, like. And then now. Like, that nowadays, is a tension. That is nowadays, a tension. They would show everything show full you know, on. It would all be CG. Yeah, it would be just be a mess billions. all over well, the screen. You I wouldn't mean, even be able to see what going on. I don't want to say, like. <laughs> I mean, it only. It all depends
1: on who's. But I mean, that is the prevailing style. If it was a Michael Bay movie, yes. But that is the prevailing style of me. It would look
0: like so much nothing that you wish you were looking at an ammo camera. (laughs) Exactly. But but see, that's just an example. There's
1: many, like having just seen it and and sort of looking at it with that analytical mind. Like, there are many instances that are like that where you're just like, oh, in a movie with more money, they would have shown this, they would have shown that, they would have shown that, and he skirts around it. But he does it so skillfully... Because, you know, he has that skill that you don't really miss it. Yeah. You, you only sort of miss it if you start to kind of mentally compare it to, like, more modern movies and be like, oh, that's weird that they didn't show that, they didn't show that, and they didn't show but that. What they but it sh- doesn't matter. The way you know? they show it works perfectly in the, the movie,
0: you- so there's no, yeah, yeah, that's why you don't miss it, because it doesn't feel, it's not, it's not like, well, like, where was that scene? It's just like, no, you know where that scene was, you just didn't see it the way you were expecting to see it. Yeah. You know? It's not like they just didn't, they set the sentry guns and then, like, ten minutes later, they were like, they ran out of ammo. Like, no. They do show the sentry yeah. guns. They do show, it's just how they show it yeah. is, and it's, it, it's better. It's just better that way. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> the um, run out of ammo. Yeah, I like your edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. You just, dialogue.
1: <laughs> <Freak> oh, <laughs> guess the round ammo. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> um,
0: just over the shoulder, some zeros flashing yeah. on that ammo counter um, on the wall. <laughs> all
1: right. So I think we're pretty much ready to finish up on Aliens here. But I will say, as just a little aside, just one other thing we have to do with Aliens. Okay. Oh sure, yeah. I'll let you that. Uh, I will just say, as an aside. If you're gonna check out Aliens, like if you haven't seen it in a while or you mm-hmm. wanna check it out or whatever, if you wanna watch it, um, I would also recommend sometimes similar around the time that you watch Aliens, check out uh, the movie Near Dark. Yeah. Which is a vampire movie that was made uh, the same year and it has like like half of the same cast. Yeah. And and like like literally like it has you know so many of the same people in it. Um, and, uh, it was made by, um, it was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who at the time was kind of like a, sort of a Cameron kind of protege in a way. And they were actually married for a short time as well, um, later on. And she's now quite well known for, because she did like stuff like, um, The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Mm Thirty and like a lot of like really like highly acclaimed kind of movies now. Um, she also did, um, uh, Strange Days, um, in the 90s. That's right, But, yeah. uh, which also has Cameron connection, Cameron wrote, strange days. But, like, um, yeah, it's really interesting to check that out, because it was made a, almost the exact same time as Aliens, and it has, like, a, most of the same cast. So, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's, the, that's, that's a good movie, though. You're it's darkest. an interesting it sort good, of yeah. thing, yeah. It's a good film. Anyways, what else did you want to say about Aliens?
2: Uh, alien Queen puppeteering. Oh! oh yes. the uh, alien speaking queen, of puppeteering, p- yeah. The yeah. Alien yes.
1: Queen is one of the most, like, amazingly oh done like puppets ever i would i was going to say perhaps the the best
2: best alien puppet and generally puppeteering ever you will see because
1: now you would never puppet well you would never puppeteer that you just see that holy crap but it looks amazing (laughs) the movement is always amazing yeah. The design... Well, I mean, the alien movement in general is pretty much
0: always amazing, But right. well, you know, have to remember, generally, those, an alien are is, small? Is a, is a, dude a dude in a suit, in a, suit yeah, yeah. a
1: guy doing right. controls on the, the mouth. And stuff. Yeah, the alien queen. There was no nothing there. It was literally a puppet mm-hmm. controlled by a ton of wires a ton and like three guys of puppeteers <laughs> it's just but yeah it always looks immaculate the movement feels natural like it's not this herky-jerky thing that you often get with puppets mm-hmm. um
2: it feels like it almost glides yeah yeah. like
1: it is astonishingly well done and mm-hmm. and the design and everything because again it's something that didn't exist in the first movie there was no queen yeah well, um, especially so in it's a the a new concept in the final
0: fight where she's fighting uh Ripley in the power loader mm-hmm. uh there is, because of her size, there is a weight and like Mm -hmm. to her movement that, like, it's very... It's, like, it's... She doesn't move... She moves fast, but not so fast that it looks fake. Like, when you look at, like, how, like... I'm just gonna use, for example, like, a large animal, like, how an elephant moves. Like, when need to, an elephant can move quickly. But because of their size, even fast, there is a... There is you can you see the weight moving mm. and the right. queen has that. Which is yeah. that is one of those things that often falls off when you do big things CG, where they just look like a little thing blown up big moving. Mm-hmm. They don't move like when a big thing moves Well, they don't have a natural move. Yeah, it takes when your arm is twelve feet long, it takes a long time to move it from A to B. But when it gets there as fast as somebody with a short arm, that's when it, it it looks wrong. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel. It feels like it doesn't feel like there's any weight to the character. Yeah. And the alien feels heavy when it moves. When it it's you believe the size, and to do that with puppeteering is amazing. That yeah. it doesn't feel floaty or anything.
1: Yeah. It's, and I think
0: that's like you said, I'm the glide, so glad that the you gliding, it. the way oh, the arms glide. I forgotten it. It's got it.
2: little arms and big arms. And yes. little arms I
0: and arms, I'd big arms Yes. To mention yeah. it, and, yeah. and it's I'm, the only one that has
1: that. It's the only one. The other ones. i would forgotten to mention it, and I'm really glad you did because yeah. that was something I definitely yeah. noticed. As I, I could not believe. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been good. Like in the sense that I don't remember it ever standing out as like, like, oh, that didn't really work. But seeing it this time around yeah. and and thinking of it in that context, like, I oh. was blown away it's yeah. crazy it's crazy and and like you say you could never do that now or you never you would. would you, you never wouldn't. would do that now. Would but so I also work. think that there are very few people that probably could pull off yeah, 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 yeah. Of that of yeah. that uh, that level um, that well
0: yeah um, I, I guess the, um, sort of yeah. like lastly they, they, because we talked about it a bit for one and then it, it really did being the, the that they added the android mm-hmm. uh to one, yeah. like having uh, Lance Hendrickson oh, play yeah. the android, and just how that relationship between him and Ripley plays yeah. throughout the the film well, is great. Best of buddies. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not initially. <laughs> yeah. She throws I, that cornbread real like, hard. I Feel if like there's
1: any. Uh, she does like like <laughs> not either. Um, <laughs> I guess if anything that you want to really a, a, another kind of possibly n- semi negative nitpick that you could think is that they do overplay maybe a little, her issues with him. It would him, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, it makes, like, I realize it's an emotional response, but it really makes no sense because um that would be like if you're, if if you have a twin brother and your twin brother does something really terrible, but someone treats you as if you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they know perfectly I mean, well that it wasn't you. It doesn't really make sense. It's 57 years <laughs> later. He's not even of the same model type. Uh,
0: but it's only next day to her. You gotta no, remember, no. she's still she's, shell-shocked,
1: or... No, I mean, she's had a life
2: after she gets
0: fought out again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I guess
1: that's true. That's true, I forgot on the about Ranger. that. She's on the, yeah. the space station for quite a while. Yeah.
2: They don't really say how long,
1: but yeah, it's right because they go seek her out long enough yeah, that she gets her. a job, long, long she has a job, but, she's basically
2: settled down. The,
1: yeah, but uh, but I mean, but my point is just that mm-hmm. not that there shouldn't be a, a negative reaction, just that I feel like it could be argued that they overplay it a little. Bit. Uh, yeah, she a, is exceptionally emotional about because you think she would have run into probably right an like here and there. Him. Not necessarily. I don't know I how. Mean, I, I feel they like they're are, not. They're still not super common. It feels but, like they're not very common. Feels yeah. like they're not super common. Yeah. But but I mean, she just she has so much like just venom <laughs> towards for yeah, him wow. initially. Like you I know, could understand it if he look, out if he looked
0: the same. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. He's not the I mean, same. Model. Maybe the same part of it look. is the fact that he. Doesn't look the same. She there's a bit of like feels a bit deceived. Yeah, but I mean it's obviously played in there for that reason. She doesn't trust. Right, you know it is a little bit of an and it's something that reaction. is
1: only yeah. initial. And then yeah. after that initial reaction, she kind of just sort of ignores him for the yeah. most part. So basically yeah, basically just tries to ignore. And him. then and then they kind of slowly you know he sort of slowly gains her trust. Um, and and, and, and then the big turning point. It. The big turning point is at the end. Yeah, where. Like not only does he come through in picking them up when initially, she you know she sh- thinks sh- the yeah. worst and he's left yeah. them behind, and then and then yeah yeah and then no he's there and he picks them up so that takes it a huge and then it's when he it's when he grabs a hold of Newt yeah, and yeah. stops her from being dragged out yeah um even though he's you know half of himself by that point he's a torso and he's already been you know taken horrendous amounts of damage and the fact that he actually makes the effort to save her save Newt and stuff right that's the real tipping point then after that it's like all bets are off because that's essentially by by that point that's like her surrogate daughter Mm -hmm. you know and he basically saved her life and so i mean like that's the thing that really puts him that you know it's like we're we're buddies for life now he's like he's like the he's like the kindly uncle you know he's not (laughs) he's not the creepy uncle he's the kindly uncle okay you know Mm -hmm. i mean if 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 hicks is kind of like you know the, the, the the sort of imaginary family is kind of like Ripley, and then Hicks is kind of like the dad, the dad, because you know, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of room to develop yeah. that relationship much. But you can see that there's kind of like too busy running and screaming a chemistry between them. Yeah. You know that I'm sure would have been developed further in another movie if they. would mm-hmm. You know, if well, it had like Hicks was like, he was like, with that, he put the aspect. helmet on Newt and just like all that yeah, stuff. Like yeah, like there's yeah. just a lot of little things where, yeah. where you know, well, it's and so, you know, it's a way of establishing uncle, Hicks is like you know? the
0: good guy, yeah. kind of, you, he's, he's, you know. But, yeah. but I mean, I think, mean, and then again, I guess, you know, going with the, uh, you know, what I was saying earlier, they make, like, by calling, like, like you quoted there, you know, it's a bug hunt. So oh. it's like, c- clearly they're aware that there are, like, this this universe that they live in the, the aliens universe there are aliens uh, like uh, other well, there's like, alien there's other life forms there's, there's no there other alien intelligent life forms aliens but that they again of, like point like, like they don't they don't make any really like call a reference to them mm. like we, they talk about like planet names and system names and stuff yeah. but it's all very vague as to where it is and like yeah. it's in the future they have some kind of. Like fast space travel, but yeah, again, hyper,
1: hyper, like, but it's
0: all like there's hyper, no technical details, there's no, and like it's all just they, sort they of
1: figured a lot of that stuff out behind the scenes. Yeah, very little is actually but, directly referenced. I love or it or anything, when but, they do that in movies
0: because it's to the people that live in this world, mm-hmm. they why you, you wouldn't, yeah, you know, like we don't talk about how our car works when we're talking, like when I tell you oh, I drove to the grocery store, I don't tell you also how my car works in the process. Yeah. You
1: know, like, and well, when they do
0: that in movies... Could, I, I could, but... <laughs> well, you know, even things but, like referring,
1: just, like, the time setting, it's like, unless yeah. there's a specific reason to, to mention, like... It doesn't really matter, like, yeah, yeah. It's they, in the future. Really it's in the future, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: like, but, like, keeping it like that just makes it feel like, oh, it just feels like, again, along with the settings, it gives the whole universe this very lived in feel rather than it's this brand new thing that we need to explain to everybody and, but they, they do it